0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Looney Bend Comedy Club because that's where we're going to be on Sunday night for Digital Intercourse Live. It is our 100th episode. Lauren, can you believe we've done 100 episodes? No, I can't. <laughs> well, we have. And on July the 19th, we are recording number 100 with four returning guests Smidge, Uh, From our very first episode, she's got a lot to talk about. She always does. She may or may not have a harem of dicks with her. Who knows what's going to (laughs) happen when Smidge takes the stage. We've also got Blondie the Pet. She's got her OnlyFans and her sugar baby status and her polyamorous uh, slutness that she loves. And that big old butt is coming right up to the stage with her. Uh, We've got Kara, who is our first three-peat guest. Kara was on to talk about wax play. She was a man. Then she came on to talk as T-Girl Kara to give us her kind of a... Alternate persona, and now that alternate persona is just her persona. So Kara will be here to tell us about her transition and all the things going on in her life, and of course Roxy Rockette, the brainchild between Roxy Rockette's Pearl District Peep Show, which will be back on stage August fifteenth at Lot Six, and you'll see all four of them live at the Ludymen Comedy Club in Tulsa, Oklahoma, on July the nineteenth for Digital Intercourse Live. Digital Intercourse. Shit, this is like a magic goddamn wizard pill. Yeah. That's
1: my pappy clap. Come on.
0: We're going to use a condom. Yeah. Digital intercourse. A nun comes in and slaps the shit out of you. Yeah. I had far less penis than I had when I went in. (laughs) Digital intercourse. Does she show a titty afterwards? (laughs) Come on Pop chlamydia sitting on the rocking chair. Digital intercourse. (laughs) The world is an ending and women have (laughs) vaginas? Yeah. But it was the day that I learned girls don't pee out of their butt. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Digital Intercourse, the shame-busting podcast from the buckle of the Bible belt. My name is Tom King, and I'm here with my responsibly seductive co-host Lauren Turner. Hi. How are you today, Lauren? I'm good. Masked up, baby. Yeah, we're all we're all masked up. The mayor's gonna make us do it soon, which is probably something we just should have been doing. It's like <laughs> when your parents say to clean your room; it's like you should have just cleaned your room, but now you got to be an asshole about it. Right. So
1: you just wash your hands after you pee.
0: Yeah, just yeah, wash your hands. <laughs> Come wear a mask. on, mask. It's simple shit. But, you know, nobody wants Bill Gates' mind control, and that's what a mask is.
1: <laughs> I saw a tweet today that was like, I heard we're all getting chips. Can I have barbecue?
0: It <laughs> 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 was my favorite. You should at least be able to choose your chip. Exactly. Uh, life is all about choice, and our guest today is here to tell us about all the choices that she has in front of her and everything that she gets to do uh, now with her divorce uh, and everything that comes along with that and before and leading up to that, we are joined today by Ashley Dyer. Hey, Ashley. Hey, Tom. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm, I'm glad you're still good. We're so glad to have you on the show today. Yes. Uh, we've got, wow, you've got, I've. because I've been keeping up with your, your social media. I've seen some of the stuff you're doing, and man, you've got a lot going on with your LIFE.
2: <laughs> I sure do. Yeah. And it looks good. Thanks, hey, Queen. Bit.
0: Yes. Uh, So let's start this interview the way we start all of our interviews. Where are you from and where did you go to church?
2: Okay, Uh, I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I spent my early childhood kind of floating around from church to church uh, and then was converted to the Mormon church around age 14, 15 by my extended family. Uh, So I continued membership into my early adulthood around 21, 22
1: Do Mormons celebrate holidays? Yes, they do. Okay. Yeah. Again, this is Jehovah's
2: Witness. I know. I know. There's a lot of cross territory. Yeah.
0: Sure. uh, The cross, like the cross, (laughs) because that's where they killed that guy. Oh Oh, my
1: god. (laughs) That seems like I think I just think of them the same because it seems like magical and culty, but still Jesus is there. Yeah. Yeah. You know. uh, But
2: but I guess basically one of the differences the Mormon Church refers to Jesus Christ as Jesus Christ. Uh, Jehovah's Witnesses refer to him as Jehovah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So you get to go, you get to Halloween. You get to, because Jehovah's day don't do Halloween. No, no, they
1: don't. They don't do any Halloween. They holiday. don't do their no. own birthday. I know. It's so sad. It is very
2: sad to me. I cannot imagine. That is, I mean, the Mormon church is brainwashy as fuck, but that is brainwashy. Can you imagine? Yeah. No fun. No. Okay. Do you get your own planet? Oh. <sighs> Okay. Yes. This is, (laughs) it's a legit thing. It is a legit thing. Uh, that's, that's part of the temple ceremonies. Actually. Uh, I'm pretty sure I did not receive my temple endowments. I didn't go through the temple. I did baptisms for the dead in the temple. Uh, pretty much anybody who holds an active temple recommend is eligible to do that. Basically you're, you just get baptized in proxy for your dead relatives. So it's considered like they're basically floating in a purgatory waiting to be converted to the Mormon church. And you being baptized on their behalf allows them into the celestial kingdom, which is like heaven. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's intense. It's intense. So when you go in, you have like literally this whole like a person's after death soul <laughs> spirituality riding on your 14 year old fucking shoulders as you go into this baptismal font
1: yeah, like it's uh, a. <laughs> I can just imagine myself trying to think of like every celebrity who ever died and being like okay i'd really like to see them in heaven so. <laughs>
0: okay grandma um, was an asshole but could i save prince instead oh <laughs> <Yeah, laughs>
1: my gosh yeah can we baptize him thank you yeah <laughs>
0: Uh, now here's the thing, uh, magic underwear. Is that, is that a real thing? It is a real thing. It is indeed. What is that?
2: (laughs) So it's a, it is literally underwear. Uh, you wear basically like a very thin, it's pretty, it's almost see-through, um, like silky material cap sleeve t-shirt is how I would describe it. Uh, and then like long underwear on your lower half that goes down to your kneecaps. Um, and that, you don't wear any other, like, you don't wear traditional people underwear. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it.
1: Where does uh, your bra go?
2: Over. Over it? Over it. Over? Oh, because over has got to be close to it God. To, yes, it has to be close to your skin. Oh, so, no. because it is literally, you are, like, essentially wearing the armor of God. Like, it's a it's very loaded. It's, <laughs> do people have period temple underwear?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, that is a good motherfucking question. And I should like, go, I want to go figure that out now. Because yeah. they're all, like, white. Right? Yeah, they are white yeah they I'm are like oh god that's too much it's yeah. so much they, stress yeah Would they
0: make you wear your pad over the magic underwear because that seems a little, <laughs> seems
1: a little counterproductive much. really i don't even know that's a that's a really good question. also thinks underwear get at me i see room for a market here you know <laughs> i don't think mormonism is okay but this shit is a good idea yeah honestly like someone should clue them in that's brilliant i'm gonna holler at them thank you, you. Should. if you see me on shark tank don't worry about it <laughs>
0: And you, where did you went to college at BYU?
1: Uh, I did for
2: my first two years, and then uh, ended up transferring to the University of San Francisco after <laughs> that. So, so uh, you, sh- you shifted your culture. Oh yeah, quite a bit. yeah, <laughs> big big culture shift. I uh, was ready to get out, so I for sure went to uh, the gayest
1: place on the planet. Yes, uh, gay video. Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> what was the final straw where you were like, you know what, I'm gonna do? I'm gonna leave this Mormon hellscape. And I'm going to run to the most liberal place I can get.
2: Um, basically, I uh, I have an ex-boyfriend to thank for that. He, he kind of was like, hey, so I just want you to know that a lot of shit that you do and say is pretty problematic. And I was like, for real? <laughs> like, you know, like... He, I'm just trying to be good. Yeah, I mean, and he truly had to educate me on, like, the ways that the Mormon church is so oppressive. I had no idea the involvement that they had in Prop 8. Uh, they basically funded the entire movement. Uh, so just vehemently anti-gay. Okay.
1: It's like, that's LGBT. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. vehemently anti-gay. Like, you know, I mean, just,
1: just toxic. So how did growing up Mormon like affect your sexuality?
2: Um, it definitely, I mean, I absolutely was like suppressing my natural desires. Uh, I think a lot of people do when they're in a church like that um but you know i was still secretly masturbating while after my roommate went to sleep uh in my dorm room so uh, i'm pretty sure she <laughs> caught on a couple times too and i was like <gasps> sorry i know literally like uh i'm still friends with her on instagram too and every time i see her i'm like this bitch <laughs> like she has
1: to know she is has she still to know. mormon she is yeah uh, you yeah. were shaking that bunk bed <laughs> <laughs> I totally had a similar experience. And then I went on a trip. I lived with five other girls my senior year of college. We went on a trip one year after we graduated. And then we were all see like we all got really drunk and they were we were all like, I masturbate. And I was like, Me too. Oh my god. And I was like, it was such a revelation. I was like, I never the the main people I was hiding it from like We're also doing it.
2: Yes. Yes. And you know, I mean, it's so funny you would say that because I also had five other roommates, uh, typically. And I remember one time we were all like having a, like a girl's night in the living room. And one of them was like, yeah, you know, my friend, uh, my friend just got married and she can't have an orgasm. And I was like, does she use her, does she utilize her clit? Uh, and she was like, what is that? (sighs) Oh, I'm not oh, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Early 20s. And I had to sit there and literally explain, like, the function of the clitoris and, and vaginal vulva, vulvar anatomy to these girls. Uh, it
1: was very sad. Oh, yeah. I mean, I knew a ton of people who were real naive. Mm-hmm. And then I took, like, a human sexuality class, which was crazy, looking back on it. Because it was a bunch of people who had the most... Stifled like weird beliefs about all of it. I mean yeah. it's really nuts, yeah.
0: Uh, and so kind of growing up in that really is sexually conservative, did that have impact your self-image at all?
2: Um, for sure. I've, so one thing that I really struggled with, uh, modesty is huge in the Mormon church. Uh, you have to wear cap sleeves, you cannot show your shoulders. you cannot have uh, you can't wear anything above the knee uh, that is to cover the underwear, uh, which they don't tell you. Yeah. They don't yeah, tell that's you that All but, about but, control, right? Yeah. yeah. But they maintain they you know, high neckline, you can't have, uh, you can't have any like a low cleavage showing <laughs> anything like that. Uh, so I was so afraid of, of my body and of showing any parts of my body. And there was a lot of shame after I moved to San Francisco, I was like, I can wear something backless. <laughs> I can wear spaghetti straps. Like I was just like, what? A whole new way. <laughs> like it was just like so, uh, it was it was crazy, you guys. I mean, so that, that really, uh, I kind of crossed into that territory. Also ended up losing my virginity uh, to the person that I moved to San Francisco, like to be with slash also went to school there. Uh, but yeah. So that was a big sexual awakening too.
1: Yeah, you're like, oh I didn't die. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's do this. Yeah.
0: Spaghetti straps are a huge sexual awakening for most of us.
2: Aren't they? Truly. Right. They're just it's get, the devil's work. You get so <laughs> repressed in high
0: school you can't wear your spaghetti straps, which they think is helping the, the boys, but all it does is make us want spaghetti straps all the goddamn time. <laughs> <laughs> that forbidden fruit. Yeah.
1: Yes.
0: It's just a shirt until it's forbidden and now it's now it's a thing.
1: What was your time in San Francisco like? Oh my god! Because I imagine it's like an Amish kid coming for like <laughs> Rumspringa. Yes, yes, it is. You're You're it like, was like, truly. I'm going to be wild. Yes,
2: it was fantastic. I, I started like drinking for the first time. I mean, it was like the the big the big adventure for me. Uh, I just learned independence and my own power and strength. Uh, you know, I had also being a kid coming from the Midwest, moving to a city that big uh, was very intense. Um, but overall it was just amazing. You know, they have, they have the Folsom street fair every year. I don't know if you guys know what that is. (laughs) Uh, Uh, it's literally like a leather daddy bondage, like festival. And people will literally walk the streets of San Francisco and like assless leather chaps with like a, a crop in hand. Like it is truly like, it's a very, very open-minded city.
1: So what a difference from the way we live. Right? right. Right. Like, oh, wow.
2: Can you imagine? It would be fantastic. I would go. I, would, uh, I, would I mean, go truly they have booths set up where you can like get spanked. Uh, I mean just like super really, really cool liberating stuff
0: can we do that at the Looney bin for our live (laughs) show on sunday i think tip jar and then you get to choose whether it's lauren ride they get to spank
2: me up i will be the first one tom's a pro
0: (laughs) (laughs) always trying to trying to put on that hustle (laughs) uh so you were married yes and now you're not yes that's correct that's what divorce is sure how sure is. Uh, so what, what, what kind of goals, what are you looking for, for your life Uh, outside of marriage?
2: Basically, I'm just trying to figure out who I am. I think so. I mean, anybody who gets into a a long-term relationship or a marriage can relate. I think in the sense that you start to really morph yourself to your partner. Uh, and I was morphing myself to my partner and, and his expectations, but also the expectations of his family. Um, they're not, I would not say that they're conservative people by any means, but like they were. They had discovered a Tumblr that I was running. Uh, Basically, it was a sex blog uh, where I just had people write in and ask me questions, uh, talk to me about things that they couldn't talk about. And his parents Googled me and found it and printed out (sighs) posts and came over to our house and blocked us in the driveway and came in and read those posts out loud to just straight up shame me. Uh, And that was the start of our relationship. So that pretty much set the tone. And I really felt like I could not even express myself in any like sexual form at all on social media, any form of like female empowerment, body positivity. I just couldn't do it. Uh, So it was it was tough. I'm much happier now, much, much more liberated. So, ooh, that's rough. Yeah.
1: Not your in-laws. Oh, right oh, no I know, no no i know it was
2: i cried for literal days i, I don't blame I, you yes i like was sick practically just not sleeping i had never felt so mortified and ashamed i had nothing to be ashamed of but it was the way that they came at me like i should have been mm-hmm. uh and accused me of like being super promiscuous and like were basically telling me that i was going to cheat on their son uh just fucked Fucked up
3: stuff.
1: And so what if you're a slut? Right? We love That's, sluts. Yes, and it's my motherfucking business. Yeah. Like, I'm a grown-ass adult. Why do you care? It's also, that, well, you know, whatever. But people's family dynamics. Like, you let him make yes. a choice. Yes. If you don't get to make that for him. Yes. Like, it's true. Sorry. It's true.
0: Yeah, uh, recently my mother was telling me about a dream that she had where uh, my girlfriend had showed up at some family function, but she was dating another guy. She's like, does, Tom, does Thomas know about this? And I was like, well, if that were to happen, yeah. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> was that the first time you had discussed that?
0: No, I okay. didn't tell. I didn't tell her. She still doesn't know that we're poly. Okay. But I was like, oh, that dream's more accurate than you think it is, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Ooh. So you're you're more sexually expressive now absolutely uh, so what how do you what are you finding out about yourself what are you expressing
2: um, you know I'm just allowing myself to have the freedom to explore with multiple partners sometimes at the same time uh, sometimes separately so it's kind of nice not to just be like boxed in the standard monogamous mindset uh, to just realize hey I can date multiple people at one time and as long as it's open and honest and ethical it works for everyone you know uh it's it's been pretty amazing
1: how are you finding these <laughs> prospective um, dates yes
2: so it has been uh surprisingly organic uh it's been a lot of people from like previous previous points in my life sliding into them DMS.
3: (laughs) So, you know,
2: uh, or like people like hitting me up on Snapchat, like dudes who are like, I've had a huge crush on you since high school. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Okay. Danny, like, let's, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like,
1: yes, you messaged me Uh, at the right time. Yes.
2: (laughs) Yes. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. It's been, uh, and also I had, you know, I've had somebody, people add me on Facebook and reach out to me and been like, Hey, I thought you looked really pretty. Uh, and I'll, you know, I'm like, oh God, this is another creep. You know what I mean? Uh, but I recently gave somebody a chance. I was like, all right, I'll talk to this dude. Uh, and it was awesome. So I'm just like, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting when you can just meet somebody and not have like the structure of Tinder. Uh, I had Tinder downloaded for about two days and then I was like, oh my God, this is so overwhelming. This is so overwhelming. There's so many people like I would just, oh, oh. Yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot. Absolutely, you're
0: you're just swiping and swiping. Yes, it it just
2: makes the whole experience so cheap. Like, you know, I mean, I'm I'm so my attraction comes not from a physical level. I'm I am so I'm about the whole person. You know what I mean? It is so much about like a person's soul. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not to sound really sappy, but or religious. uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean for sure, like of course if somebody's hot as fuck, like yeah, you know, that helps. But uh yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the you,
1: DMs are lit is the point. Yes.
0: That yeah. is an interesting thing because anytime a woman goes through a breakup or a divorce there's always like these guys lay, laying in wait to pounce yes. as soon as you make yeah, that announcement. Yeah, the vultures, so, so right? You, you got a bunch of those.
2: I mean, I d- actually I didn't get a ton. Uh, they came pretty gradually over time. A lot of them have been really respectful. Um, I was honestly surprised. I mean, there's been nobody has been creepy. Nobody has crossed a line with me. Nobody has been like, "Hey, girl." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's not like you it's up? not. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> have you seen that meme going around that's like uh, flirt like a, like a straight guy? And it's just like, no. like yeah, yes. it's like people who like
1: are posting their responses, like you up or like just, Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, What's up girl?
1: God. Yeah. Try a little. Yeah. What's good, or, Mom? or what okay. are,
2: what are you doing up so late? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like
1: that 3am like DM. Yes. Like things mm, sometimes <laughs> we'll see.
0: Good. I'm glad some of that's working out for you. Yeah. Um, now you're bisexual. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. So what does that mean to you? Is How is that different from being pansexual?
2: Yeah. So I identified as pansexual for a really long time uh, until I started realizing that generally where a person falls on the gender spectrum uh, is, I mean, it's kind of, it's bisexual encompasses that enough for me. Uh, trans men are men, trans women are women. So I'm attracted to men and women, you know? I mean, and of course there's some people who are non-binary or have, you know, don't, or a gender, they don't identify with a gender uh but you know i mean i feel like still um people know what i mean when i say bisexual whereas if i was saying pansexual everybody's like what does that mean and then i have to launch into this big whole like conversation about how i'm looking at again the whole person
1: uh not just genitals so. It's at least in the LGBT, so you don't have to do as much background yes. work. Yes, right? yes, yeah,
2: yeah, it's pretty straightforward. People understand, like, you know,
1: I like dick and pussy when I say I'm bisexual, <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's both. People get it. You're like, I don't have time to educate every person. <laughs> yes, so yes. I'm just going to keep it nice, keep Google, what you already know. Google is your friend. Yes.
0: And you're polyamorous?
2: I am, yeah. So, uh, that's been wonderful to be... Basically, uh, just my own person who can say from the get go to somebody, like, hey, I'm Polly. If you're not down with that, like, see ya. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, So, but it's also just been very liberating. It opens up such a beautiful honesty and such a raw channel of communication about feelings and about, uh, you know, safe sex and like your expectations. I feel like when you have multiple partners, people are like, oh, one is enough for me. And I'm like, no. I mean, I just feel like there are so many different types of people that you can meet in your life to just limit yourself to one single person. While I am a hopeless romantic, and that sounds great on the surface, I feel like in actuality, that's why people cheat. It's rampant. And it's because you don't want to just be... Not, I don't want to say stuck with one person, but I feel like most people at some point think about exploring sexually outside of a monogamous relationship. So... um, yeah, I'm just able to embrace that for the first time, and it's pretty great.
0: When was the first time you heard about polyamory? Like, When did you learn that that was a thing?
2: Um, I actually was like 17, and one of my friends who was in his early 20s like, basically came to me and was like, hey, so there's this thing called polyamory, and I don't have anybody else to talk to about it, and I just want to talk with you because you're understanding and accepting. Uh, and I was like, okay. And then he told me about it, and I was like, that sounds weird as fuck. <laughs> like, I was just like, <laughs> are you crazy? Like, yes. I was like, no, no. Like I was so, so taken aback by it. And then as I got older, I was like, wait a minute. Like, okay. Okay. Okay.
1: I see it. I see it. I get it. So. I, can imagine with your repressed state of mind, you were like, no! <laughs> exactly. Yes, that played a huge part in it. <laughs> like, that played mm-mm. a huge part in it, yeah. You have to have one plus one. Yes,
2: yes. I am sealed for life in this, <laughs> in this Mormon temple to this person for time and all eternity. We
1: have a planet already, okay? So <laughs> I can't really be stepping out.
0: Uh, so one thing about Mormonism I envy. I would like my own planet.
1: Yeah, you know, I didn't...
2: Uh, delve super deep into like the logistics of that uh but i guess essentially the idea is that uh it's actually surprise surprise the man gets his own planet uh yeah and then essentially has like his wife join him and then really original doctrine stated that he would have a plethora of wives who all lived with him on this planet.
0: That's the planet I would want.
2: Yes. <laughs> same.
1: Same. Give me give me all the bitches. Like
0: I'm the king of this planet. <laughs> yes. Yes. Planet Polly. That's what
1: <laughs> Yep. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I feel like we could start a new cult (laughs) if you guys are interested. Yes, sure. It always involves fucking and getting rich. So being a cult, if you're in charge, is pretty cool. Yeah, honestly.
0: You started and I'll be your Brigham Young and carry out your legacy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank
1: you. Let me get my good works together.
0: Uh, now another, one of the things you've been posting on social media, you've went through a bit of a fitness journey.
1: Oh yeah. So it's actually,
2: you know, it hasn't really been a fitness journey per se, uh, I just started working a job that was intensely physical. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was walking anywhere from fifteen to 20 miles a day at sure. work in an eight to 12 hour shift. Yeah, so the weight just fell off, uh, and I was also very stressed and not eating. don't I don't recommend that I wasn't, I wasn't eating. I wasn't eating regularly. Uh, so the combination just caused me to totally drop weight. I also think just in general, being happier, mm-hmm. for sure, I was absolutely drowning myself in food. Um, as a comfort. So yeah, but I mean, it has led to a nearly 80 pound weight loss, which is just insane. Uh, But I feel so much better. It's awesome. It's uh, yeah. I feel sexier too. That's the other thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Once you kind of got through that phase of doing it in like the not best way, did you come back around to be like, oh, I feel good. Now I can like, Eat again. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm gonna be so a now smarter. Yeah,
2: now I do uh absolutely maintain try to maintain uh, a good diet for sure. Uh and I'm not walking as much at work now that my position has changed. Uh, but I mean I'm still getting at least ten thousand steps in a day. So uh, you know, I mean I'm I'm not doing any extracurricular, especially I'm just gonna use like coronavirus as my excuse. Like I can't go to the gym. Yeah. Can't. Yeah, can't do it. So yeah.
0: Eighty pounds. So that suggested to me you had to buy some new clothes.
2: Oh my gosh, yes, uh, and that has been fantastic. <laughs> uh, basically, just to to feel again that sex that sexiness, that sexual liberation. Uh, I'm a huge huge lingerie fan. Like I just want to have all the pretty lacy things in my closet. Uh, so. I, it just makes me feel pretty and put together when I can have lingerie on underneath my clothes. So for sure, I feel like, unfortunately, there's not a huge market for plus size lingerie. So of course, once I dropped out of that category, there was some more freedom. Uh, somebody should fix that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So still important for it everybody. Is, so. Absolutely.
1: Um, I have a question. Yes. A little going back, but I was just thinking about this. If you were married for a long time, did you like, have any sexual interaction with women or is this like, now you're like, oh, pff, I'm doing this.
2: <laughs> so I actually had a sexual experience with women prior to my marriage. Uh, and then I have not really found anybody yet. I have not slept with a woman, uh, post marriage. I would like to, uh, somebody look me up. <laughs> Our DMs <laughs> are open ladies. Yes. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, they are. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a hot minute since I've had sex with a with a woman and I miss it so
1: yeah there you go people hit her up <laughs> <laughs> um can we also talk about your sex blog I'd also like to take a little jog back to there yeah 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 how did that get started so I
2: actually started just writing about my sexual experiences um almost in like a storytelling sense like like almost like an erotica I guess but it was real life, uh, my real sexual awakening essentially. Uh, and I just was documenting it and it started getting really popular on Tumblr. And I had a lot of people reaching out to me, um, women especially who were just wanting to, I don't know, I guess ask questions about things that they were too scared to ask anybody else. Uh, so I kind of just became an open book in that sense, uh, trying to reduce the shame that surrounds the conversations. So
1: what kind of stuff do people write to you about? Um,
2: it's, it can range anywhere. I mean, and I I still, I have friends to this day who text me like regularly and are like, hey girl, I want to have anal with my boyfriend. Like <laughs> what, what do I do? And then I'm like, yes, bitch, here's steps A, B, C, D. You know what I mean? Like I'm just like, <laughs> live your best life and then tell me how it goes afterwards. Like I'm just, I am definitely a, uh, like an open-minded accepting person in that sense so it's it's questions anywhere from that to like how do I buy my first toy or do you have recommendations for lube um you know just it can be something really simple or something more complex
0: Hmm. and okay speaking of online stuff that you did Mm -hmm. uh did you ever do any cam modeling?
2: I did, actually. Uh, as a side hustle in San Francisco, I was uh, doing some cam modeling. And uh, it, was, it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> it's hard work, man. Sex work is yeah. hard work. Uh, I think, you know, so many people just think you can get on a webcam and you'll just have people flocking to you. No, like it almost was like more of a full-time job than I anticipated, which I think a lot of people, I'm sure people breaking into OnlyFans a bunch right now. Uh, are experiencing that. Uh, I've also noticed a lot of people like on different Facebook groups that I'm in are reaching out just like, how do I get started camming? How do I get started doing an OnlyFans? And I'm like, first of all, uh, find a reputable sex worker and then pay her for her time. Uh, Super important, y'all. I just wanted to uh, (laughs) plug that in there. Mm -hmm. So instead of just soliciting free information, you know what I mean? It takes so much to build up a clientele. So it definitely was more of like a exhibitionist fun thing for me than it was, like, a solid, steady income. Uh, I did make
1: pretty good money, but, you know. What all went into <clears> – <throat> what's the work outside of the camming? You said it's, like, almost like a full-time job. So yeah, like- yeah. So, I mean, you just have to
2: constantly engage your audience. Uh, and you don't want to – generally, you don't really want to even take off clothes in, like, a your public – chat room. Uh, you are trying to encourage and entice clientele enough that they will take you private and start paying per minute. Um, that's just one method. Um, but there are a lot of people who just say, fuck it. I'm not even going to do it that way. I'm just going to, uh, just straight masturbate on camera and just let the tips roll in. So, I mean, there's, there's either, either option, but either way you are engaging, for hours at a time mm-hmm. with people writing to you while you're
1: doing what you do. Cause it's so. part you, but like also probably part, Oh, not yes, you Yes, I
2: mean, you have to be, uh, you have to be very charismatic and kind of put on a face for sure.
3: Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a show. I, I tried to do some cam modeling, uh, with a friend of mine and all the guys that were tipping. So when, <clears throat> for our listeners, if you haven't been on a cam site before, uh, you get on the site and you can just watch anybody's show. You can just get on there and you can tip them and they'll do a little bit. Or you can, like you said, take them to VIP. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in our free chat, we had guys that were tipping, but all the tips, they just wanted to, to see her suck my dick. Mm-hmm. And they would tip and just like keep the blowjob going. And she sucked my dick for like an hour. And she looks up at me and goes, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I'm not going to talk for a week. This show is either you're going to fuck me or this show is done. Yeah, Well, yeah. And
2: that's the other thing is I always did it solo, but, uh, with a partner, I feel like it would be even more difficult because you have to both stay engaged, uh, with each other as well as with your audience. And I feel like that just, uh, I don't know. It would take me out of it too much. I think I would be too in my head if I tried to have sex on camera. I don't, Yeah.
1: Yeah, like I Too just... Too many... I, I don't think I would... In, you'd have to really be an exhibitionist, I think, or at least, at least part of you yeah. to get the enjoyment out of it. Because if not, you're just going to be like, I'm fucking on camera. Now. Yes, yes, no, the no. whole time, the whole time. Like that is yeah. truly...
2: Yes, that's... I imagine <laughs> that's the thought process.
0: So are you a bit of an exhibitionist?
2: Uh, Yes, I would say that I am. I definitely... uh. I mean, it's not a hardcore kink of mine, uh, but, you know, I've dabbled. I've been to a few sex clubs. I've had sex uh, while people watched. So uh, it's it's fun. I recommend it. It is fun. <laughs> yes. I'll give you that. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, I also just really like watching other people. Uh, I think I'm definitely more, more of a voyeur than I am an exhibitionist, but uh, I just like watching sex, y'all. You know?
1: It's always interesting. It's, yes. Yeah. It's never boring. Never.
0: And especially if I'm at some type of sex club, I enjoy watching anybody do anything. Yes, because either I find those people attractive and I like what they're doing and it's turn on, or it's just wild shit that I'll never get to see anywhere else. I know, and I I fucking love that too. Yes,
2: well, and also just I one thing that I was so blown away by, I just really admired like. The courage that people had there were people who truly are just like these are straight up strangers and I'm just gonna walk up to them and take them to bed like that I could not do when every time I went to a sex club I always was with a partner uh, a committed partner um, I don't know that I could just let somebody join in maybe that's something I will explore later but uh, yeah I people are brave I'm a yeah,
0: yeah. Now, you said sex clubs. The places that you've been to were these more swinger oriented or more BDSM oriented?
2: Um, swinger oriented. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh basically just you see a lot of couples pretty yeah. much. Yeah.
0: Have you done any kink play? Have you been-
2: um, yeah, I mean for sure. I I am huge into BDSM. I'm a I'm a major sub. Uh I mean, I definitely I have been a switch absolutely for certain partners. Uh I kind of just what turns my partner on turns me on. Uh, so literally my partner could come to me with like a super quote unquote fucked up fantasy. And I would be like, yeah, let's do it because, (laughs) because you're into it. And so I'm going to get into it. Uh, so, but on this, like on the surface, just me myself. Yes. I am definitely very into like, yes, tie me up, you know, choke me, pull my hair, let's use whips and toys and all you know what I mean? Like handcuffs. Yes, I'm about it. So
1: <sighs> too bad COVID happened. <clears throat> yes. While you're going through this. Oh, it's really, uh, yes. really hampering it sure has been. Your game. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know, it really has been there, I'm there like, you'd be out doing a lot more shit. I
2: really would be. <laughs> truly, truly. But you know, maybe it's like the universe like, okay girl, just uh slow down. Just, ease into just, it. just yeah, let's let's go slow.
0: Yellow light. Yellow. <laughs> Uh, so you said you're into a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. uh, and you, you mentioned anal, so I guess you're into that.
3: Oh, big time,
2: you Big guys. time. Oh, yes. that's a, that's a yeah. big – your
0: yeah. eyes light up. Yeah. You're I grinning know. big. She was like – like, ah.
2: <laughs> Yes, it is a huge, huge thing for me, you guys. I am such an advocate for it. Like, <laughs> do not neglect the butthole, you guys. Like, it is – it opens a whole other world. Um, I – yeah. I mean, I, I have been experimenting with anal pretty much since I lost my virginity. Uh, it has just, I just think it's so great. I just feel like there's, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's a a connectedness and a closeness that comes from it with your partner. Like it takes, again, communication. I'm so big on, on that communication. Uh, but also there's just a lot of nerve endings that I think people don't realize and neglect, uh, but yeah, I uh, used to literally keep a butt plug in my purse, so so that uh, that tells you guys where I'm at.
0: And if you want to keep a butt plug in your purse, <laughs> check out our sponsors over at Peggingtoys.com. They've got butt plugs and anal beads and lubricant—that's very important—as yes, uh, well it as is. personal hygiene products. And you can get ten percent off by putting promo code Digital in your next purchase at Peggingtoys.com. Now the pegging <laughs> the the. Butt plug that you kept in your purse. Yes. Uh, did it vibrate? No. And you know what? I, like, recently have started looking into vibrating butt plugs.
2: I have not bought one yet, you oh, guys. They're great. I need mm. to. Yeah. I need to because I literally, like, I just, it's so overwhelmingly pleasurable for both partners, I feel like, if you are using a plug. Uh-huh. Uh, so to add the vibration... I feel like would just be fucking insane. I would probably have the most intense orgasms I've ever had. So I need to get on that. Yeah. 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 It's time.
0: Yes, it is. From the perspective of the penis. Yes. The <laughs> vibrating butt plug in your partner's butt while you're having sex with her vagina is fucking phenomenal.
2: Yes, I can imagine. Yeah, it it's good for everyone and, and just, yes.
0: it's vibrating everything for everyone yeah. and it's fucking intense, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah,
2: totally. I bet. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: Fascinating.
0: So what what advice would you have if someone uh, was interested in getting their first start in anal play?
2: Yeah. uh, Keep an open mind, for sure. an open butt. Yes. Uh, Which, Speaking of which, that's uh, really important. It's for (laughs) sure, like ease into it with fingers. Uh, Lots and lots and lots of lube. You can never have too much lube. Uh, I like silicone lube, personally. Uh, I just feel like it has a more velvety slicker type of feel, whereas water-based lube can get kind of gummy. So I always recommend a silicone-based lube for anal. Um, So, yeah. And then, of course, I do recommend a plug, Um, even just a really small one. I think that prepares you, preps you, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then just go slow. Go real slow. Ease into it. Communicate. Uh, If it hurts, you're doing something wrong. It should not hurt. Uh, that is something that I tell people a lot. Like, if, if you are warmed up enough the way that you should be with using fingers. And um, also, another thing that helps for sure, have lots and lots and lots of orgasms beforehand. Uh, because okay. it just relaxes all of the muscles. So, uh, it sort of loosens you up, basically. So,
1: Because your pussy's like... exactly, exactly. An old dog
0: coming in from a walk.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh,
0: I'm going to caution our listeners to not go as far as butt plug. Yes, use one. Don't go bigger than you're comfortable going.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: I had, uh, so a girl I dated in college, uh, she loved butt stuff. And Mm -hmm. she had uh, a plethora of butt plugs. Mm -hmm. And she went out of town for quite a while. uh, And I got bored and I was like, I can take a butt plug.
2: Yeah, I want to see what we'll it's see. like. Yeah,
0: I shouldn't do anything to her that I'm not willing to take. That's not justice. So I was like, I'll take, I'll take a butt plug. And it's like, and I ain't no bitch. I'm a goddamn man. Oh I'm my taking God. the biggest butt plug she's got. <laughs> no, Oh, uh, uh, you weren't ready. I was not ready. <laughs> oh, it was a vibrating butt plug too, which it that was nice. Yeah, I, was, I didn't expect to enjoy that as much as yeah. it, it was pretty nice. Here's the thing: getting it in, not that big a deal. Oh. Getting it out. Oh, my Woo! God. <laughs> Were you scared? That's when you realize you've made a mistake. Yes, I was scared. I thought, I'm going to have to go to the hospital. Oh, I can't. No. I can't pull this out on my own. Oh, my God. I did, yeah. eventually. It
2: takes a lot of relaxing.
0: Oh, And I was not in the headspace to relax. Not, you're not.
2: Then you, <laughs> yeah, then you start going into panic mode, and so the muscles just tighten up even more. Ooh, no. Yeah. That's
0: scary. And so I, start, I was like, I'm just going to have to, like, shit it out. And I was, like, trying to use that mentality to, like, open myself up and get it out. And so eventually I just just... Popped it out. It yep. like, then I had to lay there for a moment and just kind of caress myself. <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> I know. Like,
0: <laughs> I was all alone.
1: Yeah. Aftercare for you. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> I'm imagining you contorting yourself and your eyes like bugging out of your head. Just <laughs> like, no. I'm still on my parents' insurance. <laughs> this can't happen.
0: Uh, creep sex. Yeah. You like men and the women's. Have, yes. you, have you had some group sex?
1: I absolutely
2: have. Yeah, I have not. Uh, it's just been with, it's been a, another man and another woman. Uh, I have not had male, male, female. I really want to, you guys. DP is like my biggest fantasy of all time. That was where I was going next yeah. with your yeah. angle, yeah. choice. Yep, yep. So, uh, you know, but it's, I just feel like that takes a real big level of trust on everybody's part. Especially because men are, most men are so scared like, oh, my God, our dicks are going to touch. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, like you have got to get over that. So both people, all three people have to be extremely into it, uh, which has been harder to find than you would think. Because <laughs> I've tried. I've tried.
1: Okay, I've been working on this bit about this. So let me just talk to you all about it. Okay, let's Because I'm in the middle of processing this. Okay. Okay, you know how in math, <laughs> <laughs> when you multiply two negatives... It makes a positive, uh-huh. right? With yes. You. Okay. My mind DP is kind of like that, right? Cause it's straight sex times straight sex, but then it's like a little gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, It's right? true. It's true. You gotta be a little bit gay. I feel like you gotta be. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, you're, it's in a vagina, but you're still rubbing your dicks together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you gotta be at least comfortable. Right. And the thing, the thing too, I think is that,
2: uh, you know, when you say rubbing your dicks together, like truly, like that is the sensation. Uh, that is a big part of it. So yeah, I mean, it's you yeah, got to be they, cool. Yeah, it's a little gay. Yeah, it's a little gay.
0: Yeah, when you're having sex with a woman who's wearing a butt plug, you realize just how thin that that membrane that is. Membrane yes, is it, the is so yeah. it is so thin.
2: It is so thin, which is so pleasurable. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but it really is, and I've I've definitely had that thought. Like I've been like, oh my gosh. I just, yeah, I think it would be so intense in the best way.
0: I've never done a DP. I have had a couple of male, male, female threesomes, Mm -hmm. but she wasn't into anal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And even at that, even when you're doing the old Eiffel Tower and it's just... Mm -hmm. Uh, it's still a little bit gay, like yeah, when you make yeah. eye contact with a oh, dude yeah. that's having sex with the same woman you're having sex with at yes. the same time. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but and then the thing is, like, it just needs to not really mean anything that it's right. a little gay. Like, so it's yeah, like yeah. great. Yeah, if you're an embrace adult, it.
0: If you're an adult, you know going into this, gonna be a little bit gay. Yeah, <laughs> sure
1: is. And I I'm like gonna like. It. I really like that your accent came out super strong. <laughs> <after> that, <song. laughs> that was really great. <laughs> I
0: get extra country when I'm telling the truth.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true.
0: <laughs> uh, now. People also put sexuality uh as kind of on a spectrum. Like you're either like ninety percent straight and ten percent gay, uh, or you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Being bisexual, do you have a preference? Do you lean one way or the uh, other? I do
2: lean more towards men, do you? for sure. Yeah. Uh but women are so beautiful. <laughs> women are so beautiful, pussies are beautiful, you know what I mean? Like I just ugh Yeah, it's I love both for sure.
1: Not mad at either of them. Yeah. Right. I'm not. I feel like people also break it down into like sexual versus romantic attraction, like who you want to really have a relationship with might be different than like who you like to sleep with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's where you're coming from, but,
2: um, I, for sure. I mean, I think I'm equally capable of being romantically and sexually involved with, you know, either a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for now, uh, any experimentation with a woman would be just that probably experimentation. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, can we, you talk some about body positivity? Yeah. I'd love to talk more about that. Just because I always am like, that feels abstract. That doesn't feel real.
2: Yeah. It's a, (laughs) it's a, it's, I mean, it has been a journey and it is still a battle every single day. You know, as women, especially society is it's everywhere, hardcore everywhere that you have to be thin to even have worth, you know? Uh, fat phobia is so intense. Um, so you know, but body positivity, I'm just watching the movement grow. Uh, there's so many amazing people on Instagram. Uh, my friend Natalie Hage uh, does like amazing body positivity work. Uh, Natalie means nice on Instagram. She is fantastic. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's what to you, what is it? Um, it's really just loving yourself at any size, uh, and pretty much saying, fuck you to anybody who has any differing opinion. Um, it's just full, fully embracing yourself, but also embracing the body types of other people, uh, and hyping up other people, in my opinion, uh, normalizing conversations about different body sizes. And, uh, I mean, even normalizing the word fat, like it's not this negative thing anymore. It is. I use it, I used it as a descriptor when I was plus size. You know what I mean? Like it's not, and that's sort of reclaiming the word. I feel like it's taking <laughs> mm-hmm. back the power
1: behind it. So <clears throat> yeah, I have to be really careful about how I talk about that on stage because I can suck the air out of a room uh-huh. in like three seconds. Yes. <laughs> well, and people
2: people, their their knee-jerk reaction is to be like, you're not fat. And I'm like, but
1: yes, I <laughs> 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 so <laughs> It's fine. Like, yes. if I want to joke about it, like, come on this journey
0: with me. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. It, it is a reclaiming and it is kind of a fuck you. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. that's interesting that you mentioned that about your stand up because there are a lot of fat men who joke about their weight on stage and mm-hmm. it's fine. Oh, it's John Panay. He's the big fat guy who talks about McDonald's. But then when a woman who's overweight says, starts making those jokes, like you said, you suck the air out of the room, people get tense about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And maybe not once you're at those high, high levels, but when you're kind of like small time doing a bar crowd, like that does happen. And I noticed it a lot because I came up at the same time as another comedian. I don't think he'd mind me mentioning this, but TJ. Yeah. And so he could make, I very quickly was like, I'd watch him and be like, Oh, I need to dig a little deeper. But then when I would, I'd get a much different reaction. (laughs) So I had to learn to like, dance around that a little bit because people are still just like and i feel like i have to work so hard to win people over like this uh-huh. yeah, because they yeah
0: uh, yeah especially as like an unknown kind of stand-up when you're doing a bar show and some of the people in the bar didn't know there was going to be a comedy <laughs> show like, <laughs> right
1: and I, don't, I think when i come up people are like mm. and i have had a couple of people like you're so brave
0: like, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> like only because I am amazing. <laughs> like I don't. Yeah, I think that's so. You're. You don't realize <laughs> that was just very weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Ugh, yeah. No. But yeah, I think. What is it? What was that process like for you? Um, it was just.
2: I mean, again, I, this I can't. I think it kind of stemmed from from my divorce and just reclaiming who I was as a person. Um, Just realizing, again, basically adopting that fuck you mentality. Uh, My worth is and my sexiness are not determined by my weight. Uh, You know, I mean, there's so many, so many sexy, sexy fucking people who would consider themselves fat. You know what I mean? So, uh, basically just embracing it and not caring what anybody else thinks or anybody else's opinion which is still a struggle I do still have days where I wake up and I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like "Ooh, I don't want to look at myself right now (laughs) you know I mean that's just part of it I think that's part of being human uh but definitely I these days am, am trying to look in the mirror more and focus on what is positive about my appearance that I love so
0: what do you love most about your body
2: oh man okay yeah so this has been a super journey you guys like I'm, I'm excited to talk about this now uh, so I really um I love my waist I have a really like hourglass shape I'm about it uh, my ass is fat still thank God I didn't lose it uh, because I was like I'm gonna lose my ass and my tits I was real worried about it but no you know I love my ass love my tits like I mean I it's I've I love all of it really I mean my stomach was a was a big, like, point of contention with myself. Uh, I think it is for a lot of women. It is, period. There is no think about it. I mean, it is such a huge area of self-consciousness. But even now, I've been trying to, like, recognize, like, hey, girl, like, yes, you do have a bigger stomach. You have loose skin from losing weight, but, like, you're still getting all the dick. So, like, somebody (laughs) likes it. You know what I mean? Like, there is someone for everybody. Like, you... I, I have to remind myself, if other people are finding it sexy, I am sexy. You mm-hmm. know? Oh, that's a good point.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. To live in that instead of, like, mm-hmm. all this other yep. bullshit. Totally. Yeah.
0: Uh, one of my favorite Instagram posts of yours, it's you in kind of a crop top t-shirt, and I think maybe just panties or bikini bottom. Mm-hmm. Panties. Uh, and the shirt says... My weight only concerns you if I'm sitting on your face. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It, my weight, my weight is none of your concern unless I'm sitting on your face. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it's uh, that's that's pretty much my life motto. That's that's also where that fuck you attitude came from. Uh, and I wear that shirt out, you guys. I really do. <laughs> I do. I wear it as a crop top with some cute ass, tight ass leggings. Like you know what I mean. I I own it. For I sure. love it. Yes. The guy at Quick Trip is like. Oh. Yeah, I have I, questions. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, and it's like I do get a lot of looks. A lot of guys, I think, are really like, "Oh, mm.
0: you know what I mean." Uh, Would you like to concern me with your weight? Yes. Now? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I had
2: I had somebody comment, a guy comment on that picture, and he was like, "Excuse me, I'm
0: concerned." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." Uh, do people treat you different now that you've lost some weight?
2: Yeah, and that's another thing. That is something that uh, you know it's it's coming from a good place, and I really appreciate the compliments. They make me feel good, but. You know, people also, I think, need to be a little bit more sensitive when they say, like, oh, my gosh, you look so great. You've lost so much weight. Like, there's so many reasons why people could lose weight. Like, somebody can be sick and losing weight. Somebody can have an eating disorder. So when you tell them, you look great, you've lost so much weight, like, you could be furthering that eating disorder. You know, so it's it's really, you kind of have to just be a little cautious about it. So I try to gracefully accept the compliment. I do appreciate the sentiment and where it's coming from. Uh, but I'm not a huge advocate for, for like, making a big deal out of it. So, yeah.
0: Uh, you said your weight does not determine your sexiness. Yes. What do you feel like determines your sexiness?
2: Uh, confidence, I think, is a big one. You have got to just, like... I mean, again, it's basically... That whole mentality, if somebody's taking me to bed, if somebody is taking my clothes off, they already find me sexy. We're already there. I don't have anything that I have to prove to anybody. You know what I mean? If I have a partner in bed with me, we're in it to win it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's, this, is a, this is a a mutual, a mutual sexiness thing happening. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I think it's all about your confidence. It's all about your um, your ability to just embrace who you are.
0: So... Yeah, never in the history of fuckery has anybody pulled off a person's pants. Yeah, no, sorry. This yes, is too much. that's so true. It's <laughs> so true. You, once you get there, unless that person was wearing magic underwear, that might turn people <laughs> <me> away. <laughs> but
2: yeah. then maybe
0: you don't even get to that point.
2: Yeah, yeah you know, and it's so true. And it's like, uh, I hear from people a lot that they like, I something I've heard from men a lot actually is that they'll compliment me about the fact that like I have sex with the lights on or I have no problem walking around naked after we have sex, like... Uh, and they're like, you wouldn't believe how many women just, like, will not.
3: That's and so I'm sad. I'm like,
2: isn't that so sad? Uh, no, turn those lights on. I want to look at your face. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, but there are so many women that are so self-conscious and so in their head about it that they cannot allow themselves to just relax and embrace <laughs> their body.
1: It and really it is, is crazy. I know, I know. When you, I mean, I get the react, like, I get it, but when you really, really think about it, like, they're, They're dicks inside of you. Yes. Yeah. I just what are they going to do? Like right. you are saying, what are they going to do? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's so, it, it it's stuns. only you, you're only yes. stopping
2: yourself. Right. Yeah. Well, and it, so that's why it stuns me when dudes are like, Oh my God, you're so sexy because you fuck with the lights on. And I'm like,
0: what? Like, <laughs> is this a thing? Do yeah. I get bonus
2: points for this? Yeah. Like All right. everyone should be fucking with the lights. You're
0: not on. even under the cover. I'm yeah. not.
2: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's seriously, that's another thing is there's a lot of covering up that happens. Mm. Uh, nope. I'm, we will be on top of the covers. It's going down.
0: The guys (laughs) that are shocked that you fuck with the lights on are going to lose their minds when you offer them anal. Oh my
2: (laughs) God. And do they ever, because it's been happening lately. It's been happening. So, uh, it's not uh, for real. Yeah. Yeah. It's (laughs) honestly, truly it's, there are so many dudes who are like, fuck yes. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's great.
0: Have you had some, uh, silly or humorous reactions when you tell them the the back door's open?
2: No, it's never been any, never been silly. It's always been just, like, straight up, like, you can see the lust in their eyes switch (laughs) over, man. I think it is such a, I think it's such a fantasy for guys, you know? So, uh, it's, I mean, it's a hugely popular porn category. Like, it is, it's a taboo. It's a taboo, and that's what's sexy about it for
1: people, so... Like, to get a little dirty. Yes.
0: A lot of dirty. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, because, like, really, you have to think about it. Like, people have been doing this probably since the beginning of time. Truly. Oh, yeah. Truly. I mean, when you look back at, like,
2: so many different ancient cultures, it's insane, like... Romans
1: and Greeks were into some kinky-ass shit, y'all. <laughs> I mean, they really were. So, uh, you know, it's... People a, have always been like this, and they're never going to change. It's so, so true. So we've just got to start, like... That's the whole point of, like, what you do and what we do is, a, like, why pretend? Yes. Yeah. Why pretend this is not happening? Yep. There's no point. Mm-hmm. It just makes people miserable. It really does. It really, really does.
0: So you didn't like Tinder, Yes. Have you tried any, like, specifically non-monogamy poly-dating apps?
2: I have not. And, Tom, if you have recommendations, send them my way. I uh, do. Okay, yeah. Uh,
0: I'll, I'll send you this again off the air, but 3Fun is the first one that I Three found. 3Fun, Yeah. Uh, That was the app where we found our first male-male-female threesome. Oh,
2: sweet. Yeah. Okay.
0: And this is the one I talk about this on stage, too. Uh, So the wife was actually running that particular profile, Mm -hmm. uh, which is not common. It's going to be mostly two men talking about how they want to fuck each other's wives. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But the wife was in it because she was looking for that type of threesome. Mm -hmm. And then they they come over, and she's sucking her husband's dick, and I'm having sex with her doggy style. And that's when I look down and realize... Uh, that she's wearing a Life Church t-shirt. No, she's not.
3: <laughs> oh she my, my god.
0: Clothes. Never came so hard in my life. I was <laughs> just going to say did you come so hard when you saw that like <laughs> right on the Life Church logo.
1: Oh god.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, so so there's that and you, know, you said you've been to some sex clubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that something you would want to to do again? Is there
2: Yeah, I mean, I I think Uh, With the right partner. The partner that I went with previously was very, uh, was kind of scared. So I just need somebody who's going to be all in. I will say it was a trip because we were newbies for the first time and showed up. uh, And there was also like other new couples. But there were a lot of like repeat, you know, people in that community. Uh, And as soon as we moved from like the main room over to the playroom, everybody followed us. And I was like, it put so much pressure on like, like me. Like I was just like, I was like, Ooh, I'm real glad I wore my real, real pretty lingerie because a lot of people are about to watch me do this. So
1: uh, They were just waiting for they, someone. On, honestly. Like, yeah. Someone go start this shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Showtime people. Places. Places. Everybody. Uh, and so who do you have? Do you, are you seeing multiple people now? Do you have, I am.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I have multiple partners currently yeah that's fun it's so fun uh and it's so great to like again everybody knows about everybody it's ethical you know there's an understanding amongst everyone they're very separate for me uh i do not cross relationships at all um so
0: they're not friends they just right okay right
2: but they all know about each other and kind of care about each other by proxy uh so yeah yeah it's good cool yeah
0: how do you handle scheduling with multiple partners?
2: Um, so basically, I tend to have my my days off for Sunday night and Monday night. I work nights, uh, so I have like a Sunday night lover and a Monday night lover, <laughs> and then I'll fit somebody else in like during the week before I have to go to work. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a routine, for sure. You got that day of the week? Yes.
3: <laughs> the
0: The dick of the day. <laughs> <There> we go. <laughs> There we or go. I assume, dicks. You, you may have women in your rotation. Not uh, yet. Not yet. Not yet. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. You just said that you you haven't yeah, yet. yet. Well, hey. It's on the list. It's on the list. Yep. Um. Now, so you you're you've also mentioned that you kind of s- are the whole person. It's mm-hmm. not all about lust with you. Your attraction. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm guessing that that makes you more poly than just swinger.
2: Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh. It is. I'm. I am for sure like textbook poly in the sense that. I'm looking to fall in love with multiple people. Uh, And I believe that you can have very deep, meaningful, loving relationships with individual people and keep everyone happy. You know, uh, I think we all have that capacity personally. I know there's a lot of people who would disagree with me. But, uh, yeah, I just think part of the human experience is just to experience other humans. So, uh, you know, I mean, I fully embrace it.
0: So did that make sex clubs maybe a little less interesting? For sure.
2: Yeah, I think that's why I didn't dabble in them super hard was because, again, it was difficult for me to have sex with a stranger or uh, in my head. I'm like, yes,
3: like it sounds so
2: good. You know what I mean? But then in practice, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so nervous.
0: (laughs) I just like get so freaked out. So, yeah. Uh, that, that's been the experience I've had either BDS and M clubs or swinger clubs. Like the, the people that show up their first time, I have that, like mm-hmm. everybody's a little bit nervous. Like mm-hmm. I know a lot of people, myself included, that didn't do anything the first time they went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you yeah. just kind of watch and Re-
2: or, or even the second or third time. Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot, <laughs> it takes a lot for you to be vulnerable with strangers, so
0: Yeah, the first time I was ever at a a sex club, we were doing a stand-up show there. Oh, my God. Right? I (laughs)
2: wish I could have been there. (laughs) Me, too. That sounds fucking great.
0: Warren was on that show. I think Landry was there with us (laughs) that night. Oh, my God. Oh, Uh, yeah. That's become from uh, local comedy lore. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That
1: night is, everyone's like, oh, my God. Like, if it comes up at all, that's the only time I've ever been to anything like that. And I was just like, wow i was taking in the show there was so much going on yes people were getting lit on fire i don't know what was happening there was whips cracking i was it was so like stimulate it was overstimulating and i was just like oh my god people are crazy i love this yeah so much is happening that i never would have like guessed yeah it was a fascinating experience it is a very fascinating thing for sure
0: and you mentioned some of your kings uh Choking, hair pulling, so mm-hmm. so pain is a part of your pleasure. It's uh, in some yeah,
2: places. yeah. I mean, not I'm not into super intense pain. I'm really, I mean, I'm kind of really more closer to the vanilla side. You guys, like, I don't get into anything super super intense. Uh, not that I wouldn't be willing to go there, because again, like I said, if my partner's into it, I'm into it, like hands down. Uh, so, um, yeah, but basically, just into. Into the basic levels of BDSM,
0: <laughs> beginner BS is yeah. BDSM. Yes,
2: yes, beginner.
0: Uh, are beginner you? Are, do you have a FetLife page? I don't. Oh, okay. I don't. That's a good way to, to learn about different kinks and stuff. I mean, it's the internet. There's stuff yeah, like it, but that's just yeah. one kind of condensed location. Yeah. Um, is there anything, any kind of kink that you've heard about but maybe haven't tried or?
2: Oh, you know, I'm actually. It's so funny you would say that. I just, I'm in. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm in a bunch of sex groups on Facebook. Uh, and one of them, somebody was talking about, uh, like very centrally rolling a joint or a cigarette for your partner, uh, and then essentially like helping them smoke it in the sense that like you hold it for them, uh, and, or you let them ash on you. Okay. Uh, which I think would be really kind of hot. Like there could, there's some, some levels of, of sexiness there to me, I think, Mm. uh, Cause it mixes that brief pain, kind of pleasure thing. I don't know. I just think it would be hot. So I
1: never heard yeah. that one, but right. it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I,
0: I haven't heard that one specifically, but it's still like in that service to your partner type of right. submissive yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. I fine. got a very mm-hmm. distinct picture, and I don't know what it's from, but of like an old movie, and someone like opening a case and like doing it, like licking it. Yes, and that's and what like, I'm
2: saying. It could be so sexy. Yes. It could be really sexy. <laughs> okay. so, I see it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I like that
0: That's a very good I'm idea I'm like
1: sex groups On Facebook We need to talk Yeah Yeah I'm in a
0: few too I don't think we're In the same ones We'll have to exchange yeah. Sex groups when yeah. this Is over <laughs> For sure <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> Uh, so on the sex groups that you, that you're in on Facebook, are, are you, are these people mostly that you already know? Or are you meeting new people through here? Um,
2: so I'm not, uh, it's really most of them, unfortunately, Tom, uh, are more about like women and women's empowerment and like normalizing conversations about sex amongst a, a woman community. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's not necessarily about meeting people. There are definitely people who will put out posts like, Hey, Me and my partner are seeking this, this, or this. Uh, But a lot of it is just like, hey, so I tried this new kinky thing and I have nobody else to tell about it, so I'm going to tell you guys, (laughs) you know, or like, or I want to try this kinky thing, or I just discovered this new fetish of mine, Uh, let me talk about it, you know, or let me get advice. So it's really... Just
1: a, an open, liberating environment. It's like one of the things the internet is actually good for. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. you forget it all seems so evil, but <laughs> it yeah. is good for connecting yeah, yeah. and drawing out people's experiences.
0: Whew. Have you learned anything new and interesting in these groups?
1: Um, not, I mean,
2: not necessarily. I think if anything, I've had to uh, familiarize myself with some really intense kink stuff that does not appeal to me. Uh, and try to put myself in the headspace of not being judgmental. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think knee-jerk reactions, so many people are like, ugh. You know what I mean? Like when somebody mentions a kink and it's like, no, don't kink shame. Don't right. do that. Don't be that person. So uh, I feel like as long as it's happening between two or more consenting adults, like you do you, boo-boo. You know? So.
0: Yeah, that's... Uh... That's another thing when it's something that it's not your kink, but you don't want to kink shame somebody. Because mm-hmm. I've got friends that are into age play and like will have a pacifier and like be real. Yeah, yeah,
2: age that's play. a really common. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's not my thing. Not my I'm happy either. for the people that do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. But like, I'll, I'll like we'll be in a group and somebody will post a picture of it. And I'm just like, eh, that's, I don't hate uh, it. <laughs> Not my thing. Yeah.
2: yeah <laughs> I mean, it. I'm definitely into like the more, uh, I mean, like, I'm, I for sure have a daddy kink, uh, in the sense that, like, I love the whole, like, being cared for, kind of, as feminist as I am, kind of breaking down back into those traditional gender roles where, like, a man has the power and takes care of you kind of a thing, uh, but, yeah, I don't know, I mean, other than that, though, I don't go super deep into age play, uh, it can get real,
0: real deep, yeah, yeah. I'm not that I like I can occasionally have like a daddy attitude but I'm not really a daddy. I have friends that are and, like, we'll be hanging out at a house, and it's just all of our kink friends together. And, and, like, the woman, Daddy, can I have some ice cream? Or, like, she'll be, like, get really stoned and be asleep. And, like, yeah, let me put your shoes on for you. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck if you wear shoes. It's time to go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. If you want ice cream, go get it your fucking self. I'm not your daddy. And it's right. like, oh, fuck, that's the point. He is her daddy. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Well, and I don't I don't go that far either. And I
2: especially, I think, wouldn't uh, wouldn't do it in front of other people. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just, uh, you know. I just want to call you daddy while you fuck me a little bit. like you know, <laughs> Just a few times. Just fine. Times.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No big deal. Yeah.
0: I can me into that. I had a stripper call me daddy once. Did mm. you give her all your money? I gave her, her, more, th- <laughs> I gave her more than I intended. <laughs> <laughs> she did her fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you enjoy strip clubs?
2: Uh, I have only been to one and I was about it. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, it's just, it is. Again, sex work is work, and it is just fascinating to me to watch these women just be the most badass motherfucking bitches of all time. You know, I mean, it takes so much physical strength and like mental strength, and then you have to put on that charm, similar to how you have to if you're on camera. Uh, you know, I mean, you have to. But I mean, you have to appeal to the masses, but at the same time, I I noticed in the strip club that I went to that there was a lot of like niche types of girls so they had like the goth girl they had the curvy girl you know what i mean like they had them all and i was like yes i like this i like that it's just a a variety pack a stripper variety pack yeah so (laughs) yeah
0: and all-you-can-eat buffet, just mm-hmm. got the cream corn and the shrimp and everything. I don't know why that's my, my spectrum. <laughs> I <laughs> look disgusted.
1: You all can't see a buffet. I was like, what buffet is this? <laughs> just,
0: one is very different from the other. That's my point. <laughs> <laughs> Do you use food in your sex?
2: Uh, I don't, but, you know, I think I could get down with some whipped cream, you know, or like, I don't know some chocolate syrup, the, the typical, the typical ones we talk about, I think it could be hot, especially cause I'm such a foodie. And for me, I think, I think there is such a, I, I think it was Anthony Bourdain who said that sex and food go hand in hand. Uh, and it's so true. I mean, there is so much intimacy, like in cooking a meal for someone and then, you know, eating a wonderful meal is like borderline sexual sometimes like who like you know when you eat a meal and you like moan because it's (laughs) so good like oh you know what i mean like it's just like yeah so it's there's a lot of a lot of parallels so i think i would enjoy incorporating food into my sex life i just haven't done it yet
0: so and i like spicy food that's like the bdsm of of food like it's gonna hurt but you're gonna love it oh (laughs) my god
1: that is very true (laughs) get some sriracha like just (laughs)
0: Well, what have you? Has there anything that you wanted to talk about that I didn't bring up?
2: Uh, There's not. I think we covered all the bases. We covered everything.
1: Yes, we we did. Thank you for being so open with us. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for having
0: me. Uh, What's up next for you? What's what's in your foreseeable future?
2: Uh, You know, I'm just taking it day by day. I'm not limiting myself. I am just. I'm gonna explore. Come what may. You know, that's how I feel.
1: And you will. Yes. Ah.
2: I will. (laughs) I will more than once. So,
1: <laughs> like a old dog coming in from a walk.
0: <laughs> uh, do you have anything you want to plug other than your butt? Uh, uh. If, if anybody wants to slide into your DMs, is there a place they can find you? Uh, yeah, you
2: can find me on Instagram at vinyl c. Vinyl like the record, c like the ocean. It's all one word. Vinyl
0: c. Yes. Uh, well, that's that's what we've got. Uh, you can find us as I may have already mentioned. This Sunday, uh, July the 19th at the Looney Bend Common Club Digital Intercourse Live, going to have four great guests and, of course, myself and Lauren and maybe even Landry. What? Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, we'll be social distancing, so it's, it's a big enough club. We'll be able to keep people distant and, uh, and have some fun. So come and have some fun with us. And that's about it for today. Ashley, thank you so much for joining us.
2: Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure, guys.
0: My name is Tom King. I'm Lauren Turner. And this has been Digital Intercourse.